Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> that was pretty impressive, Nick. I, I, hey, you're getting there, bro. Good job. I'm trying. I'm trying. All I'm right, we got to <laughs> I know. I was, I was paused. I was. I was. I knew Nick was going to do it. I was just surprised at the veracity of the yeah tonight. That means he's raring to go. I am as well. We got a busy week to get prepared for, so let's get it started. Mike, let's start with our introductions. Mike the Straw Hernandez, welcome to the studio. What's going on, fellas? How we doing tonight? Uh, what's going on, Doc? Good, Nick. Good to see you. Good seeing you, sir. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Welcome to the studio. Yeah, sure the hell did last night. Um, yeah, so anyway, not that way. Fantasy-wise, I got Flandered. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at you got Flandered. And again, don't be a Grinch. Go and get your TSS Fantasy Football Podcast t-shirt. Where? On Bonfire. Just go to bonfire.com in the search bar, type in TSS Fantasy, and you will see the Christmas present of all Christmas present for you and yours. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Great wow. self job indeed. You're a mean one if you do not purchase from TSS Fantasy merchandise. All right. Also, let's welcome to the studio... Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Good to be here tonight on the house call. We're going to be talking about the second biggest story coming out of Jacksonville. And also, Nick, your 11-year-old is in the next room listening to you talk about getting flandered last night. Wow. Well, yeah, but he knows... Not to use the words that he hears on TV. Hey, hey, he watches The Office. So I mean, there, there is no recovery from that. Indeed. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we are the fantasy show of the people. Visit TSSFantasy.com. All of our latest um, news and notes and shows and rankings, our rankings are out today. So if you're ready to start looking and getting prepared for the week, we just released our rankings. So you can find them at TSSFantasy.com. Get yourself ready for this week. Also, 
visit Belly Up Sports Podcast Networks. We are proud members of that sports network. A lot of great shows from um, NASCAR to wrestling to baseball, everything. They got you covered. Basketball as well. Basketball is getting started and as well as baseball, hockey, everything. It's starting to get going. Um, so also find us on Unhinged Radio. It's 24-7. Just sat here and talked about all the sports starting starting up. Why not throw on Unhinged Radio? Listen to all the podcasts. You can find us 8 to 9 a.m. every morning on Unhinged Radio. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. And to start things off for our prep, let's start with Dr. Miller's house call. The doctor is in now. Where's my doctor feel good? I know it's. I hit it. I don't know what happened. Hold on, here it goes. Now we can start the house call. My bad on the delayed Motley Crew. My bad. All right, my brother. Welcome in the studio, Doctor Miller. Take it away, sir. So the second biggest story out of Jacksonville, and I'm sure if you're a Jags fan, you wish this was the top story. Let's talk about DJ Chark. So one of Trevor Lawrence's top targets early in the season, he's in a contract year. And if you were watching the game this weekend after seeing him carted off the field, there was little doubt his season was in jeopardy. And uh, it was confirmed a left ankle fracture, which is really unfortunate. Surgical repair is likely going to end his season. But I think a lot of this is going to be overshadowed by news about Urban Meyer coming out of there over the next couple of days. Ian <laughs> <laughs> <You> Segway. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Oh, boy. Talk about putting your finger right in the middle of something there. All right. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nasty. That's nasty. All right. We'll, we'll get we'll get on to that in a minute. All right. New well, definition to the word pudding pop. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we got we got we got light we got one liners for days tonight. All right, Doctor Mill, who else you got? So over the summer, we started a percent to the bench, and it was based upon Joe Mixon. Do you remember this? <laughs> I do. I certainly do. Over reliable. So somebody called him reliable and the safe pick in an early preseason draft. Wonder who that was. After that segment. We discussed how he was an 83% to the bench player this season because of his history of ankle sprains. And here we are. He's going to be missing at least this one week with, wait for it, an ankle injury. (laughs) So should miss a week, likely more. Um, I do want to see whether he practices later this week. So I'm not certain of this. Let's wait for Wednesday's report, or I guess by the time you're listening to this, let's wait for later today's report. But I don't expect to see Joe Mixon play this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, we talked about it last night on the waiver wire show. Um, you know, priority priority wise, where do you guys have Sanjay Perine and your priority list, Mike? Um, you know, one, two, or three. You don't have to give me your list, but where do you have him at as a waiver wire claim? I think that if we're talking running backs, I think that he has to be in the top two for your target this week if he's available. Um, the only one I might consider that might be available uh, would be Latavius Murray. Um, but aside from him, I think that, you know, Perrine's going to be a solid uh, plug-in uh, until Mixon returns. And then who knows what kind of Mixon returns. So 
Yeah, and no, just I so like, you, I like I like Murray better. Just so you're aware, in our personal league, I'm ahead of you in the waiver wire, and I've already put in for Murray. Just so you're aware. All right, Nick, uh, what is your thoughts on Samjay Fareed? Where do you got him on your uh, waiver claim list? Uh, really nowhere to be found because uh, I don't trust that offensive line at all. So again, when we watched the game uh, their day, when he actually did get his chance, he didn't do much. Uh, I think he's only av- now he's behind. He's behind Mixon. But uh, what, what's the average? Four points a game. I don't really expect that to be that much more when he actually gets full time duty behind that line. So my estimation, they're going to rely more heavily on um, the passing game. Uh, they're going to use P. Ryan to be honest, to keep the defense honest, but don't look for him to be your 20, 20 to 25 yard, uh, 20 to 25 time carry back. I just don't see it. Especially yeah. for the short amount of time that Mixon is going to be out. Uh, Doc, how long is he going to be out for? Did you say? Mixon? Presently listed day to day according to the coach or week to week according to some more official reports. So three weeks. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you for having him repeat what he said earlier. All right. So, Dr. Merrill, who else do you have on the house call? You reiterated. <laughs> so, Logan Thomas, I uh, feel like should have made an appearance on last week's show. We've got a hamstring strain. No grade of severity associated with it yet. Officially listed as week to week. Expected he'll miss at least one week, likely more if it's a significant hamstring strain. Again, not a big shock to see a hamstring, a calf, or a groin in the first third of the season. Um, wait for a little bit more information from the football team on this one. Yeah, and I don't know if that makes, you know, the, uh, Ricky Seal Jones, whatever that uh, – that I don't know if that makes him an instant somebody to grab, but definitely somebody to watch out for because Washington he does use the tight end quite frequently. Who else do you got, Doc? David Montgomery. So this injury, I looked, I scoured, I couldn't find a good view of the actual injury itself. So I think a lot of the speculation we're hearing is based in part just on his body language. I mean, dude was writhing around on the field afterwards, and it looked really significant. So presently, the Bears don't intend to offer an update until after Wednesday's first official practice of the week. So there's a lot of speculation, but we don't have a whole lot of word out of the team itself. Early reports, though, indicate a mild, maybe moderate knee sprain. The most likely sprained ligament here is the medial collateral ligament. We've talked about it extensively on the show. Runs north-south on the inside of your knee. Stabilizes it against being hit from the outside. Um, He did walk off the field. That's encouraging. And according to both the NFL Network and ESPN, the Bears are saying, at least presently, they don't believe it was an ACL injury, which super encouraging. So we're hoping maybe he's back week 10 after the Bears by week. Yeah, so Damian Williams, definitely top priority this week uh, for a lot of folks, for sure. All right, who else you got, Doc? Teddy Bridgewater. So want to offer a little bit of evidence on, on his injury. He's presently in the NFL's concussion protocol. We talked last week about how it's a five-step return-to-play protocol that lasts a minimum of five days, each day associated with one step. Now, brain injury, they all respond differently. Every brain injury is going to be unique, so it's too early to speculate on whether he's going to be able to play until at least Thursday, maybe Friday, because, again, we take these day-to-day. Do you want to offer a little bit of evidence, though? 2019 article out of the American Journal of Sports Medicine highlighted that the return-to-play average – 
in the NFL was 19 days after a concussion. So if you're just looking at the data that's available, he's not going to be ready this weekend. Now, admittedly, if anybody's going to go pull that article, um, that was on running backs and wide receivers. It wasn't on the quarterback position. So I'm extrapolating a little bit. But again, 19-day average return to play. You've got to make a decision today. He's not playing this weekend, but wait to see how he responds to the first couple of steps of the protocol. Yeah, and Drew Locke looked like shit, quite frankly, so I'm not starting him against the Ravens this week, that's for sure. All right, who else you got? Why do you want me to talk about a kicker, Robbie Gold? (laughs) This is the first kicker we've talked about who had a pregame groin strain. (laughs) I, I, I don't know how this happened. He may end up going on the injury reserve list with a pregame groin strain as if things couldn't get worse for the 49ers. They're now accepting applications for running backs and kickers. They had their punter kicking point afters. What is going on in San Francisco? Mm, indeed. It sounds like Robbie Gold had a little flandering before the pregame <laughs> that day, quite possibly. All right. Maybe. Let's stay in San Francisco. Yes. While we're on it, let's talk about Garoppolo. So early reports are suggesting a right calf strain. But if you listen to his words, he was talking about how it was starting to lower and he was concerned it was the Achilles. So if it's just a right calf strain, expect him to miss potentially two to four weeks. Again, these early season calves, groins and hamstrings, even if it's just a grade one, can hold somebody out two weeks, maybe even a month. Um, he's somebody else I want to wait for more information. But just like uh, in Chicago, we've got somebody on deck ready to play. So Trey Lance, he's probably going to take advantage of this opportunity, although they may have to redesign the offense. That's y'all's wheelhouse to talk about, though, not mine. Yeah, we talked about how when he came in for the just the half he was in, I mean, he put up big fantasy points just in a half that he played. Um, so I expect a lot from him this week. I actually have him 15 this week. You know, who knows that might go a little higher. All right. Who else you got doc? Will Fuller. So didn't return after he broke his finger in the second quarter against the Colts. Uh, you know, things are rough in, in, in San Francisco. They're kind of rough in Miami right now as well. You're missing your quarterback <laughs> now, missing one of your targets. Um, listed as week to week, but wrote wire, excuse me, is reporting that he's been ruled out for Sunday's game against the Bucks. That was early on Tuesday that report came out. Um, Would like to see it confirmed on Wednesday's injury report, but right now Will Fuller tentatively not going to be playing this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, I think I brought him up when we were doing those percent to the benches in the preseason. You know, he's almost been Mr. Glass, and last year, you know, when he wasn't injured, he was caught for PED. So, hello, uh, might be telling you something. Uh, Who else you got, Doc? Rashad Bateman. Finally coming back. Spent the beginning of the season on the injury reserve. Uh, missed three games for an adductor and groin surgery. Um, here's the story with, with him. He runs a sub 4-440, which means this guy reserves heavily on his explosivity, his speed, his ability to be very nimble on the field. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think we're going to see that same explosiveness his first game back, you know, especially after a groin surgery. So, um, should play, but might not be as productive as you'd like if you spent a high pick on him. Yeah, indeed. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people either dropped him or had him on the IR. So now that he's back, you know, like, you know, like you said, it's that slow, steady working him back in, um, you know, and that, that should be, uh, his Lamar's top guy once he gets back. So it could be exciting for him going forward. All right, who else do you have, Doc? Last one of the house call. Let's talk about Gronk a little bit. So depending on the source, and I'm going to include Gronk as one source, although I don't know how reliable some of what he said is on this, um, four or five rib fractures. Gronk's words were he had four cracked and one broken rib. A fracture is a fracture, whether it's a small crack or it's a significant displaced break. Um, So he's got between four and five fractures, which that's a challenge to manage medically, right? We don't generally do surgery on the rib. It's tough to stabilize. So it's going to take a little bit of time there. Also, though, he had a punctured lung or medically what we would call a pneumothorax. Interestingly, with Gronk, the initial radiographs, as was, I think, the case with Tua, indicated no fracture and then later on they did an mri and it did show the full severity of the injury again four or five fractures um should the pneumothorax should the punctured lung be mild symptoms are just shortness of breath chest pain shoulder pain increased heart rate that type of thing and they'll manage that very conservatively just follow up on his symptoms if it were more significant leading to a potential collapsed lung he may need more medical intervention but if we haven't seen anything to this point, it's likely mild, likely going to just rest. Now, on the plus side, it gives him more time to get back in the WWE, which I know we'd both love to see, or shoot another commercial. So Gronk's going to use this time wisely, use it as some rest before the end of the season run of the playoffs. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, I love the commercial where he's like, oh, you caught me. It's Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski. I'm <laughs> who says that? <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever. Anyway. All right, Doc. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll talk to you on Sunday. Remember, guys, you can catch us on Wake Up with TSS Fantasy. Um, Dr. Miller and I will go over the days. He'll go over the injuries, see who we can plug in and who you better plug out. So we appreciate you. When we go, We're going to go into a quick commercial. When we come back, we're going to bring on Mikey Betts from the Mikey Betts Show and we're going to talk about Urban Meyer a little bit and then do ch- uh, champs and chumps. So we'll be right back. Hi, this is Freddie the Jester from TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. And one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. When my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. 
anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, Sadie Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, let's welcome to the studio Mikey Betts from the Mikey Betts Show. Welcome, my brother. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everyone doing? Great. Thanks for We're having doing me. doing well. Uh, yeah, no, we appreciate you being on. If you'd like to take a few seconds here, let uh, us know where they can find you and what your show's about. Sure. You guys can find me at Real Mikey Bets on Twitter. You guys can find me at Real Mikey Bets on Instagram. If you guys are old school too, you guys can find me at Real Mikey Bets on Facebook. Uh, my show is basically um, we we basically primarily do it off betting. We do betting a lot of betting, but I like to do a lot of bullshit. I like to talk about calamari reviews, beer reviews, anything they name it. Uh, especially in the in the sports world, we like to make hard of it or make light of it. So. Um, and if you're from Chicago, it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, better to be from Chicago and hear it. But if you're not, you can listen to it too. And it's, you'll, you'll pick it up. It's, uh, it's a good show. People like it. So I guess I'm going to keep going with it for a little bit. It is a good show. Indeed. I checked you out a few times. I love the, I love when you did your beer reviews and stuff. That's great stuff. I mean, honestly, I'm not a big beer drinker, so it's nice to hear when somebody takes a little bit and kind of tells me what it's like before I, before I taste it. Um, all right. So speaking of making light of sports and stuff, um, I, I like to have you on for this one uh, before we start our little fun game. Uh, the Urban Meyer story, you know, we're not, it's, we don't take too long on it, um, but I'm going to just show it for the listeners that you're not going to be able to see the video, but um, just trust me, it's interesting. Look it up, but I'm just going to play this real quick. So this is Urban Meyer, the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And people are freaking out about this video. But wait till you see the video that you probably haven't seen. Were you wondering what he was doing with his hands, dancing with this mystery blonde woman at the bar? Wait till you see this. First, this video. That's the one you've probably seen. Have you seen this one? Look where his hands are going. Look at the Snapchat. If you didn't catch the comment, the lady saying this is the video of Urban Meyer sticking his finger in my ass. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to do a real quick. Um, I just want to talk about it real quick. Listen, when I first heard the story, I thought it was kind of silly. We can't really, you know, judge, uh, you know, these athletes a lot. You know, they're put in precarious situations all the time. Who the hell are we to judge them? Um, it's something like that. At first, when I saw it, I was like. Yeah. All right. You know, whatever. But knock it out. Like you literally put the finger in the booty, bro. Finger in the booty. That's literally what happened. I mean, I, I don't. Your wife's at home, do babysitting. What's going on right now? Bro, All right. What are your thoughts you on it, Mike? How many, how many times do you think that guy 
how many times do you think his wife has called him? You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, and what do you tell your wife? Like, where are you? What do you, why are you not answering your phone? And then my other thing is he started that press conference with, yeah, uh, you know, I took, I, I took the grandkids out to dinner. Bro, don't, don't, don't bring the grandkids in when we're talking about you and your, uh, and your little uh, romantic endures and your, your scandals, bro. We don't, don't do that, please. Nasty. Listen, I don't know. It, it's kind of crazy to see this guy downfall, but it's kind of fun. So thank God I'm not from Jacksonville. Yeah, I listen, I can appreciate a man that tries to get straight to the point, but bro, damn. Uh Nick, you, Nick, I know you're the big you like to talk about the coaches a lot. Any thoughts on that? I think we lost well, Mike. He was laughing too hard. Oh, did he did he check out? Uh you know, the thing is with Urban, man, this is this is just repetitive. I mean, he there was this big song and dance. I'm a big Gator fan, so there's this big song and dances. To why he left Florida the first time, he was having anxiety attacks in the middle of the night. He wanted to spend more time with, with his family. Well, it came out a couple weeks later, he was screwing around with a co-ed. So, right. I mean, this is this is nothing new for him. And I don't like him anymore because he used to gush about Tim Tebow and this and that. And then, and then he said the same thing a few years later about Terrell Pryor. But anyway, um, <laughs> this is just – this is just – Urban Meyer, and this, uh, I heard it on another show, and this is an exit strategy to get to USC. I wouldn't doubt it if he's in USC by December 1. I what wouldn't if, doubt I mean, it. He, what if he's he hired following. that girl? What if he hired her? Ooh, you never, hey. you never know. Where? Hey, hey, that's that's a good theory. You never know. Well, Mike, you bring up, back. sorry, I keep interrupting you, bro. Keep going. No, you're good, bro. Keep quiet. All right, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Your I, guess. I just mentioned Tim Tebow. You mentioned Tim Tebow, right? Yeah. What do you think he thought of when, when he sees when he sees Urban Meyer turning on Twitter? What do you think this guy's going through? You know what I'm saying? He looks it up and it's like, <gasps> how many Hail Marys do you think that he said? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know, but then it came out. That? Then there was a, a story. Um, I was busy. I didn't get to read it, but all the headline the headline was Jacksonville Jaguar rips Urban Meyer and says in in quotes lost all credibility. So mm. he's going to have a hard time getting that locker room back because, you know, all these coaches, they preach responsibility and they they preach conduct and character and da-da-da-da. And there you go. So Agreed. It is what it is. Yeah, pre- pretty crazy. Mike, do you have any closing thoughts before we go out and start our champs or chums game? I just – where do you see this ending? I – I, I don't get it. He had to apologize for not apologizing enough. And then just like, I don't know, man. I, I don't like to see somebody fail, but this guy is just like kind of a scumbag. So it is what it is. Yeah, I think, you know, and again, I don't I don't ever get on athletes or coaches in any type of situations. But like you said, I mean, this is a repetitive behavior at this point. Right. Um, and it's just, you know, and again, it's not a good look. Um, you know, and again – there's a little process, Urban. You got to kind of talk to her a little bit, you know, before we get <laughs> right off the jump, stick her finger in the booty. I mean, I don't know, bro. All right, so we're going to move on to our champs or chumps game. And basically what we're going to do here is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up the top 
10 fantasy performers in each position. I'm going to give you guys a uh, player, and I'm going to tell you to give me a argument for a champ or a chump. So I'm going to give it to you. You're going to have to give it back to me in a way. Now, you may not agree with it, um, with it being a chump or a champ, but I want to see your argument either way. That's the point of the game. All right, let's get on to Nick Flanders, champs or chumps. All right, we'll start with the QB situation. All right, we're going to go with Pat Mahomes at number one, Kyler Murray's number two, Jalen Hurts is at number three, Brady at four, Sam Darnold five, Daniel Jones six, Josh Allen seven, Matt Stafford eight, Russell Wilson number nine, and Lamar Jackson at number 10. All right. I'm not going to call on our guest first. Let's get him warmed up first. Mike Hernandez, give me the case for a champ on Sam Darnold. Champ? Uh, let's see. He has uh, about 1,100 yards already. Um, they got the two rushing touchdowns last week. Um, he's out of New York. He's showing that with the weapons that he has, with everybody at his disposal, uh, he's able to be that quarterback that we thought. So that is my argument for Sam Donald. Champ. All right. Good job, sir. I pre I, I was, I threw a hard one at you right off the jump. You jumped right to it. Good job. I, I wish I had a little electronic dinger. I give you a little point. Right. Mikey Betts, give me a case for Matt Stafford as a champ. Well, he is a champ because he finally got the hell out of Detroit. And anybody knows that Detroit not produce champs um look at him and cooper cup's connection i mean robert woods has been getting breakfast with him every single day since training camp and cooper (laughs) cup is the one getting the touchdowns so either way these guys are both scoring they're having fun out there yeah i know uh it wasn't a good game against the cardinals but guess who still put up over 20 points matt stafford you're gonna see over 20 points from this guy consistently and unless he plays tough defenses like he did with the bucks and what did he do he still scored. He still made some plays. He won the game, right? So I love the Rams. They're, I think they're Super Bowl contenders, but, yeah, I, he's a champ. There's no doubt about it. I would take him every day of the week. Yeah, um, he's one of those guys that every year you seem to just doubt, uh, but he always seems to be right there swinging. Like you said, that was in Detroit. Now he's got a good team around him, so it would be interesting to see how far he goes. Nick Macaroni. Yes, my brother. I'm a case. I want a case for for a chump for Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, you cut out. Did you say champ or chump? A chump for Jalen Hurts. You're giving me a chump for Jalen Hurts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. 
Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. There is there is no argument for for Trump for Jalen Hurts because he's doing everything he, he he's asked to do. He's he's producing twenty five points a game. Uh, he's doing it with his legs and he's doing it in the air. So I'm trying to set uh, you up. I'm sorry, I'm you, you got to disagree with me, but I'm going to have to go champ on Jalen Hurts. Okay, the, that's not the point of the game. So you don't get a point, and in fact, you know what you're about to get. Hey, you asked me to disagree or disagree. I couldn't. I couldn't. I did not. I said for you to make a case for how I tell you to make the case for it. So that was the assignment, sir. Which you completely failed at. All right, no big. The number, the, the number three Let's, quarterback argued for how he's a chump. Right. That's right. right. That's right. You got to make the case. That's the point. Hey, this is even if you don't like it. All right, let's go on to the running backs. All right, so number one, Derrick Henry. Again, if you would have heard me, you would have you would have been safe if you had number one. That's why I said all the way. That's the guy. Number one, number two, Austin Eckler. Uh, number three, Cordell. And crazy enough, uh, number four, Najee Harris. Number five, Aaron Jones. Six, Zeke Elliott. Seven, DeAndre Swift. Eight, Kareem Hunt. Nine, James. And 10, Saquon Barkley. All right, let's go. Nick, we'll start with you first, sir. Let's make an argument for a champ for Najee Harris. A champ for Najee Harris. Right now, uh, I believe he's third in the league in rushing, if I'm, if I'm, uh, I'm sorry, in uh, points for running back this season. Uh, he is carrying the team on his back offensively. And two weeks ago, he got 19 receiving yards. What Who else they got? Who else they, they got? have nobody else. So he yeah. is the champ of Pittsburgh today. And, uh, Mikey, they do produce champs out of Detroit, except it's hockey, basketball. That's it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You got me there. Uh, got, wait, wait, when was the last time that happened, though? Uh, basketball <laughs> Pistons were 89 and uh, Red Wings were 95. Yeah, well, I, I, Detroit was or the Pistons were 2004, right? Yeah, 2004. That's Who my first Pistons. The, the, the Detroit, Pistons okay. I'm sorry, I'm I was still sticking with the uh, bad boys team, but yeah, bad you, boys, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, all righty all right speaking of let's stay in detroit mikey betts give me a case for a jump for swift well his coach doesn't even like him i mean jamal williams uh is running down his neck he had more rushing yards than him last game against the bears but granted jamal williams always has a good game against the bears deandre swift can can he uh can he focus on the on-field, though? Like, that's my thing is, like, there's so many off-field problems with the guy that I, I just don't want to touch him. I mean, look look at the problems with Kareem Hunt where you have him for a game. You have him for – I mean, now it's consistent. Now he's fine. But in the beginning of the season, you took him that one year. You know, you never know what you're going to get with these certain players. So, I, I think he's a chump. And uh, just because you gave it to me, 
he was a chump. If I were to say he was a champ, I would say that he's consistent. He is great in the passing game, but I wouldn't say that because I'm not arguing for him. <laughs> Good <dog. laughs> yeah, um, Jamal Jamal runs like Dan Campbell wants his running backs to run, just nasty. And I think that's why he favors him a little more than Swift. Um, but that's how you get hurt, and you don't have a long shelf in the NFL. So um, let that be known as well. Mike Hernandez, case for a champ for Saquon Barkley. Um. He is going to be a champ because uh, he is a large portion of that New York uh, Giants offense right now. Um, now, each week progressing better and better. Um, I made a point last night to point out that first touchdown wasn't as significant as his second touchdown. The one that he planted his leg and made his move into the end zone, that was what made me feel as though, okay, he's, he's on the right track. So. Uh, I think he can progress from this point. So that's my argument for his champ. Yeah. All right. Well, good one there. Good job. Appreciate that. All right. We're going to move on now to receivers here leading the way. Cooper Cup, we were just talking about him earlier. Again, number one, and why not? Um, uh, excuse me. Tyreek Hill, number two. Uh, Debo Samuel, he's been a big surprise at number three. DJ Moore, he's been, a, he's been excellent this year. Um, I'm in number four, number five, Mike Williams had a old school Mike Williams game last week. Um, but he comes in and have Terry McLaurin at number six, uh, number seven, Justin Jefferson, eight, Devontae Adams, nine, Brandon Cook, number 10, Tyler Lockett. Mike Hernandez will come right back to you. Give me a champ argument for Terry McLaurin. Is that champ or chump? Champ. Champ. Champ, shoot. I mean, he is what his nickname is. I mean, he looks like a freak out there. He looks like he's better than everybody. Um, I like the fact that I don't think that Curtis Samuel, even as dynamic dynamic as a pass catcher as he is, he's no threat to take anything away from McLaren as far as uh, being the main target. Uh, So now you got Thomas. Now even more, he's going to be out. I don't know how long he's out for, but that's even less uh, passes to go around. I mean, McLaren, McLaurin, excuse me, is going to keep on uh, being consistent throughout the season. Yeah, I brought him up last night when we were talking about him. I mean, he looks a man amongst boys out there. Although uh, Curtis Samuel does come back, even though, you know, like you said, Logan Thomas, um, you know, that does take away or, excuse me, bring more targets to him. Uh, but Curtis Samuel might take away a little bit. But like I said, he's he Heineke knows where to go to. He's just basically his guy. Let's fling it up for Scary Terry let him get it. Um, and that's what he does. So I think you're right. He is definitely a champ going forward. All right. Um, Mikey Betts, I'm going to throw a, a layup to you. All right, this is easy. Devontae Adams, case for a champ. Well, I'm going to plead the fifth because I'm a Bears fan, so. <laughs> I set you up. That's why I set you up this way. Yeah. No, you know what? I His worst game was his first game, and he still put up a five receptions for 56 yards. Every other game besides the last one was over 100 yards. He had 121 for week two, 133, I think, for week three. And then week four, he still put up sixty-four yards. So if the guy's putting up thirteen points a game, and that's one of your low, and that's a lower end game, he's a champ. Uh, every other game, he's putting up twenty points, thirty points a game. And look at his schedule. His schedule doesn't get any harder; it gets easier. Uh, I love him. I think he's a champ, but uh, I hate that green and yellow. So 
So just so you're aware, when I do my little clip that I sent out on Twitter, that little portion right there, I love him, will be sent out. Make sure I'll no. make sure to tag you in it right there, bro. <laughs> I'm going to no, like, just... like 1,500 followers right now. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes, all jokes, all jokes. All right, so Nick, give me a case, because I, I think you could probably make one. A case for a chump for Mike Williams. Oh, you get you gave me a layup, uh, Mike Williams. In the past, oh, by the, by the way, uh, Mike Hernandez, you were right. Uh, McLaren is running like a McLaren, so I will give you that one. Uh, Mike Williams, that was clever. Thank you. Um, usually in the past, he's either hit or home run. Now he's hitting home runs at a at every time he's basically up at bat. But I think now the squeaky wheel is going to be Keenan Allen. He's going to say, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. So I think over the course of the season, uh, you're going to see more uh, targets to Keenan Allen. And uh, Jared Cook had an impressive game last night. So he might have made a case for himself uh, last night, much to my chagrin because he screwed me. Uh, But um, that's why I would make my case for Mr. Williams as a chump. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, that was a Mike Williams type game. This is what he normally does. He gets you all hyped up, and then all of a sudden he doesn't show up one game, unfortunately. So I agree. Um, but Mikey Betts knows Derek Cook's only good in the beginning of the season. I mean, he's with Bear for a little while, and then he tapers off towards the end. That's normally Jared Cook's MO. So we have to see yep. how that goes. All right, let's go to tight ends. Speaking of Jared Cook, all right, we'll start out obviously. Travis Elsie, number one, it's kind of easy money. Darren Waller, number two. Gronk having a great year at number three. Dalton Schultz has come out, number four. TJ Hawkinson at five. Dawson Knox, number six. Seven, Noah Fant. Eight, Goddard. Nine, Mark Andrews. And number 10, George Kittle. Mike Hernandez, case for a chump for George Kittle. You knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> However, since I have him on one of my teams, we look at him in different eyes. And the fact of the matter is, is just that George Kittle is a different type of football player. We were talking about the kind of players that guys that are just football players last night. And what I'm saying by that is that George Kittle is dynamic, but he is so dynamic in the run block. He's going to be on the all the time he's going to do uh he's going to be on the field but unfortunately uh now that Debo and I don't know what happened with Ayuk but uh Debo is getting all the targets uh Kittle is you know still running with a purpose but unfortunately just the target shares uh in his favor and he's not getting any of the production fantasy wise out of it so I've hoped for better days but that is what he is at this point he's a chump yeah, well, you we talked about actually prior to the season him be coming in being a chump. But, again, it's not much of a chump when, you know, in a position that's, you know, so depleted, I guess, if you will, of any kind of talent. I mean, he's still going to be a top 10 guy, so you're going to play him every week no matter what. You're just going to be happy with what he gives you. Um, Mikey, Betts, TJ Hawkinson, chump. Let me hear. Once again, if I were to say he was a champ, I would say that he's consistent, he's a football guy, and he produces, and he's the best person with hands on the Lions. But since I'm saying he's a chump, uh, I don't like his hair. I don't like his hair. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what else to say on why he's a chump. I mean, he was inconsistent for two games, but dude, the guy's schedule is easy. I believe, I, I think that the guy's going to be a stud the rest of the season. Uh, but no, he's a chump because I don't like his hair and lion. So there you go. Those are my yeah, reasons. And he's in your division. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Go ahead, Nick. I know he's a guest, and we revere our guest, but shouldn't that get a dumbass call? This is our first guest. When, our, in, when you have a guest in your house, do you call him a dumbass? So that's why I was like, let's not do it to our guest. I didn't do a dumbass you might as well call me a dumbass. You might not come back. All right, Nick, give me a case for champ for Dalton Schultz. Uh, I would say at this point, uh, he's on the right team at the right time because Dallas is on fire. I learned this week. I have learned never, ever to pick a defense that's playing against the Dallas Cowboys in 2021. Uh, And also because Michael Gallup is out, one of our esteemed uh, co-hosts from last night, said he's getting all the truth, right? So he's right now he's one of the triplets to to borrow a phrase from the 90s Cowboys. So right now he's he's one of the, the uh, new triplets and until Michael Cobb, excuse me, until Michael Gallup comes back, you play him every week because he's going to get you targets and he's going to get you red zone targets more importantly and he gets he seems to get 20 yard plus receptions. So play him until the wheels fall off. He doesn't drop the ball either. He's a stud. No, he does not. Yeah. Stud. Nick, um, I just want to say this. You are a fantasy football analysis person now. You know, personality, you know, Ned Flanders got it going on, right? So I just don't understand why you would ever, ever play a defense against the freaking Cowboys. Um, and for that, sir, you. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Come on. I'm sorry, but you should get a dumbass for being a Dolphins fan your whole life. Oh, that's true. That is hey, very hey, true. They're, can't they're, tat- they're even tattooed on my back. That's how bad it is, bro. I can't oh, escape that. I can't escape it. Ever. Of the Dolphins on his back. That's great. It's all right. I I got a I got a Bulls tattoo on my back, and they haven't worn anything since 1998. So I we're on the same page. All right, Cry yeah, me a river, Chicago Bulls. Cry me a river. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go on to defense real quick. Uh, all right, our leading defense is the Buffalo Bills. You heard Freddie brag about them all night last night. The Cardinals number two, um, Broncos at number three, Saints at number four, Cowboys at number five, Bears at number six. Browns seven, Bucks eight, Colts nine, and the Patriots at ten. Mike, Chris, give me a case for champ for New England Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick. It's always Big Belichick. I mean, I always trust any of their defense. He's a brain when it comes to preparing. Um, I think that that's that'll stand the test of time. Defensively, they have the talent. Um, you know, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Tom Brady didn't have his way, even though it was wet conditions in this last game. Um, I the nod as far as being a champ. Um, I wouldn't play him every week, maybe if they were based on matchups, but um, I'm in the AFC East, so it's like easy pickings most times. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. He had an easy stab at me there. I mean, they played the Jets twice and the Dolphins, so I mean, you're going to have some good matchups as we go along. You Dolphins one more time at least. All right, Nick Macaronis. I want a case for a champ for the Dallas Cowboys. I hate you. That's <laughs> uh, what makes the game fun. Yeah, I know. They, they spent a lot of money and a lot of wise draft picks this year uh, on the defense. Their entire draft was defense. So, and it's really paying off. Uh, it seems like um, Dan Quinn is really got his head on straight ever since he left uh, Atlanta in the epic collapse against uh, the uh, Patriots. And they are they're putting players in the right position. And not only that, they got an easy schedule. They they got an easy schedule. They don't. I we said it earlier in a couple of their shows. They don't play a winning team until the Chiefs come to town. Uh, in I think November 21st, the weekend before Thanksgiving. From now on, they play the NFC East and and a lot of cupcakes. So and they're getting turnovers. They're usually the ones that are that are giving up all the red zone touchdowns, but mm-hmm. they're spelled right now. So if you have a chance in your league or you can get a trade, pick up Dallas. Oh, yeah. I I just love making you say these things. This is great. All right. Of course you do. Mikey Betts, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself to your base, to your home audience. You're going to close you out tonight on our show. I want a case for a champ for the Chicago Bears defense. Uh, Well, Chicago Bears defense, why are they champions? Well, let's talk about Khalil Mack. Have you ever heard of him? He's a really good guy, really good uh, linebacker, uh, defensive guy. You know, yeah, he's all right. Seen him once in a while. Um, Eddie Jackson, I don't know what he's doing back there, but he's trying to figure things out. He can't really, uh, he's not a ball hawk like he used to be. Our corners, we have, I'm talking Jalen Johnson. I'm talking Jalen Johnson. There's nobody else we have, but uh, he's a really good cornerback and uh, he can defend the ball. Our pass game has been awful, but our run defense has been like, unstoppable so anybody who tries to run the ball against us it's not going to happen uh if you try to throw it through the air you might get lucky but 
there's no way. Uh, they've been putting up points this this week uh, this year. Besides, I believe it was week two. They or week one they laid an egg. But week two, three, four, they've been consistent. Week five's coming up. They got a decent schedule, but I'll give them chance for this one. <laughs> I would hope you would at least for your own homies. All right, yeah, exactly. well, Mikey. Mikey Betts, man, we appreciate uh, you being on with us. It was a lot of fun. Um, let our listeners give yourself a shameless plug one last time. Let everybody know where they can find you and follow and subscribe and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. First off, I just want to say thank you. It was a fun time. I appreciate you, and uh, it was it was fun. And then, uh, yeah, you guys can find me at Real Mikey Betts on Twitter, at Real Mikey Betts on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, if you're into that stuff. So, yeah, find me wherever. Uh, and, we'll <laughs> and if you follow our us on Twitter, we're always retweeting Mikey stuff all the time, giving us good uh, tidbits on bets going forward. Um, you know, I, I forget what you call those uh, <laughs> little things you send out, but um, you know, there, you know, he sends. I last you'd send like Austin Eckler getting so many points, getting so many touches, all the free plays. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, I throw out free plays every day. So if you guys want to follow some free plays and play some bets, if you have, if betting is legal in your country or your state, do that and uh, follow me. Maybe win some money together. Not in my country. I don't think so. All right, Mikey <laughs> Bets, we appreciate you, my brother. Um, once again, hopefully we'll catch you. Maybe we'll come on your show sometime. We'll have, have a good time yeah. hanging out with you as well. Hey, Let us know. figure it out. Let us know what beer uh, to get, and we'll be drinking right along with you, my bro. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you guys soon, all right? Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Sir. Man, Kamish, must be hard trying to get us clowns to come together for the show. Yeah, especially keeping us motivated during the Jeffter snack breaks. It's almost like we need a counselor or someone to at least consult us because we don't know what we're doing. Luckily for us, we signed the best coach in the business, Vision Coach and Consulting. They have led the way for business professionals for over 20 years. Yeah, you know what? They offer business coaching, life coaching, and consulting services that can put you back on the track for your personal goals. You don't say, Nick. You know what? Check them out today at coachingandleading.org or on Facebook or Twitter at their handle, Coach Lead Win. Vision Coaching and Consulting, because every champion has a coach. I hope you enjoyed what we did with your segment there. I appreciate you bringing that up, and I want to give you full cred for that, because I really enjoyed that, and I think going forward that'll be fun for our listeners as well. So that that was a good time, and hopefully we'll have different guests each week. Next week, by the way, it'll be um, from High and Low, both the guys from High and Low Sports. So check, uh, check that out next week. All right, last night we had a little bit of action. I don't know if anyone could stay up late enough. I know you guys are getting old. Um, but a pretty decent fantasy game indeed with the Chargers and the Raiders. Um, you know, it was interesting to see how the Raiders used Josh Jacobs. Like we had talked about, um, you know, the use of Peyton Barber that one game. And, you know, John Gruden came out saying he wouldn't mind uh, or wouldn't hesitate to put put Peyton Barber in a leading, uh, leading battle. Um, but he was nowhere <laughs> last night. All Josh Jacobs last night. So that was interesting to see. 
Uh, they struggled early, you know, just like it was It was a good game. It was a good night game. Struggled a little bit early. Um, the Chargers got up on them early, but then the Raiders, you know, were able to find some offense to come back with. Derek Carr ended up on the night 196 yards. So, you know, this was Derek Carr kind of coming down to earth a little bit. Two touchdowns and a pick. Um, let me see. He got three rushes for six yards, so not much on the ground either. Josh Jacobs, we talked about 13 carries, 40 yards. Um, and he got five receptions for 17 yards, so a real good night um, for PPR as well um, for Josh Jacobs. Um, other than that, Ruggs had, um, looks like he had three receptions, 60 yards, and Darren Waller, four receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro, which um, Nick brought up as a pickup, uh, six receptions, 45 yards, and a t- touchdown, so good call there for you and Nick as well. Justin Herbert, 222 yards. It was a big two-night for him. Three touchdowns for him, so a good night. Like I said, they started out real well. They kind of sputtered in the second half. Um, Austin Eckler, huge night, 117 yards in the touchdown. Um, He also had three receptions, 28 yards in the touchdown, so a great night for Austin Eckler. Um, You know, guys that need that Monday night miracle, they certainly got it. I mean, as far as receptions – (laughs) as far as receptions you mentioned it earlier cook six receptions 70 yards so he led the way yards in a touchdown keenan allen um they were looking for him often seven um seven receptions 36 yards he had 11 targets um and i saw one where he just looked like he just dropped it it was it was it was just an off night for him um and mike williams like one reception 11 yards oh man oh boy okay so guys your thoughts on last night um on night night's act anything to take out of it anyone that you know you're like wow um you know going forward i would like that guy nick we'll start with you uh well uh before i get to that i was looking on on espn and two somewhat notable things uh the patriots are trying to get back uh jamie collins linebacker so that might solidify their defense and dallas just released jalen smith uh about two hours ago so ex uh, pro bowler, so that might uh, ruffle some uh, feathers down there in Big D. But otherwise, um, Derek Carr kind of came back down to earth a little bit. Uh, he he was he was ha- he was living on cloud nine. Uh, big night for him. If I could, uh, if I had a need, I would I stream him. And I don't know if he's available where you get him a trade, but um, I'm starting to believe in Austin Eckler. Um, usually he's hurt by now. So, so usually he's not a quality pickup. Uh, so if you can get him, get him. And I'd say at this point, be patient with both uh, Keenan Allen and uh, the other guy, Mike Williams. He may hit a home run. He struck out last night. Be patient. If not, try to organize a trade or dump him. Mike, what are your thoughts on last night? <clears throat> um, yeah, as far as Eckler. The opposite. Like, I mean, I know he had a big game, and I know we saw a lot of fantasy production, but I, there were times in that game, and, yeah, I did stay up. And <laughs> it just seemed like he kept getting just pounced. Like, he got hurt, and he would be gimpy, and he'd take a hit, and he kind of just – I mean, you just saw, like, I don't know. I don't trust him as far as his health at all. But I did turn uh, as far as thinking, like, we're we're underrating – San Diego's defense, like they are for real. They have a solid, good defense, and that puts San Diego's offensive players in position to score. So 
as long as that's the case uh, and his Elkler can stay healthy, I mean, everybody on the Chargers, Williams, he'll have his games. This was just an off one. Uh, Allen's going to be productive. Cook's going to get his now. And then I think that everything looks good, but it's coming from the defense. Yeah, no, I agreed. But the offense, that, the, uh, Justin Herbert looks good too, man. That, that team in general just looks like a, a contender going forward. So they look pretty decent. All right, so um, we're not going to be on till this game is over with. So let's talk about Thursday night football. This is going to be a decent matchup, some decent points to go around when you got the Rams visiting the Seahawks. Lots of good players to go around in this matchup. And since our rankings are out, again, you can go to tssfantasy.com, check out our rankings. In this particular matchup, I have Matt Stafford at number seven. Um, you know, Seattle's defense has not been that great, even though they're at home. It's it's not the Seattle hold. I have Russell Wilson a little lower at 12, only because there's some other guys that I like there matchups a little more the Rams defense I know Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray you know so he did decent they're still good um so and it, it is a divisional matchup too so um that's that's kind of where I'm looking at as far as um the running backs are con- or excuse me the quarterbacks concerned to the running backs Chris Carson in this matchup um have him let's see where I got him at I got him he's down the ways a little bit since we he didn't really show up last week for some odd reason so he's at 18 for me um, and I have um, Daryl Henderson at number 10, again, going back to those um, running backs and stuff. And we're coming up against it, so I'm not going to go against the whole thing. So I want to get your guys' comments real quick on that game. Um, just any thoughts on that, because we got a couple minutes. Quick closing thoughts. Anyone that are – let me just ask, must starts for that game. Mike. Um, you're starting both quarterbacks, and you're going to start uh, Henderson. And um, everybody else, Metcalf, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be Metcalf. I don't know if it's going to be Lockett. Um, And, you know, you're not going to not start these players, even though they're playing a really strong uh, defense. So um, I think you're going to start definitely Henderson. You're going to definitely start both quarterbacks. Yeah, and the receivers, too. I mean, I, I think you definitely go Cooper Cup, I mean, without a doubt. Um, in this particular matchup. And, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with either Seattle guy. I mean, they're going to put up points. Nick, any quick closing thoughts on that? No, I know uh, one guy you should probably give up on maybe at this point is uh, Robert Woods. He's just he's just not doing anything. Uh, I don't know what his deal is, but maybe he gets on track. But, again, usually on the Thursday night games, the uh, defense always takes a stranglehold. Uh, and if I were you, I would go with the Rams defense because they uh, they give up uh, not too many touchdowns. They got 56% in the red zone. It sounds high, but it's not as high as most of the league. So we'll close out the show with that. Yeah, Robert Woods definitely into the woods this season for sure. All right, guys, we're going to close it out. Don't forget to visit tssfantasy.com, get all our latest rankings, Unhinged Radio, 8 to 9 a.m., Fantasy Show of the People. We appreciate you, and we are out. Do, do, do. Damn, Mike, I got on cue with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're on a mission, guys. We're on a mission, guys. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 